In our second reading today from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, we heard Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. I was intrigued by that phrase, first fruits. What does that mean? For the people of Jesus' time, that would have been a very familiar phrase. That In the Jewish custom, when you had the harvest of the grain, the first part of that harvest, the first sheaf of grain, would be an offering to God as a sign of gratitude to God for giving the whole crop of grain to us. I was thinking about that uh, last month. I was picking my first tomato and my first eggplant from the garden. And this week I picked the first pear from my tree. And I tried to be aware with each of those of gratitude for all the tomatoes and eggplant and pears. To be grateful for all that comes to us from the earth, from the sun and the rain. Another expression of first fruits, I was thinking of Cardinal Bernadin, uh, who was the Archbishop of Chicago, and in his book, A Gift of Peace, he wrote about how he came in his own life as a priest in awareness of the importance of prayer and that he had developed a habit of committing the very first hour of every day in prayer. He was an early riser, so that first hour was his best hour. So we wanted to give his best hour back to God as a sign that every hour of the day comes from God. Um, you know, I think this too, this image of the first fruits is where we have the tradition of tithing, of with what we have received, giving the first portion back to God as a sign that everything we have comes from God. So this is the image that Jesus or that St. Paul uses about Jesus. He speaks of Jesus as the first fruit, and it's that sense of Jesus in his death and resurrection. He represents all of us. He has gone before us, and where he has gone, we hope to follow. And this feast today, the solemnity of the Assumption of Mary, is honoring Mary. She has a special place in salvation history. She who said yes to God through the message of the angel, let it be done to me according to your will, uh, through the grace of God, through her son. When Mary died, uh, she was uh, assumed body and soul into heaven. Mary gives us, each of us, hope. Uh, we share our humanity with her, uh, that, that, that too, as Jesus' first fruits, where he has gone, we too hope to go, that we will be gathered together again in the fullness of God's kingdom. Now, regarding our mission cooperative appeal, I think many of us have had a desire to be able to, uh, to be missionaries in some way, to help others, uh, whether locally or around the world. I was just with my family for this past week, and one of my nieces invited one of her friends to join us for a day, and as I was speaking with her, I found out that she was someone who had this desire. And so she did some research. She Googled Catholic missionaries and Catholic volunteer opportunities, 
And she kind of made uh, some choices, and she decided to go with the Vincentians. And she spent four weeks in Ethiopia. And, and she talked about what a, what a powerful that experience was for her, how, how meant she hoped she did some good, but, but more what, what she herself received. I mentioned earlier these vestments as a gift from Mike Gar, one of our parishioners who recently returned from three and a half years in Kenya as a Marino lay missionary. And so some of us are able to travel. Uh, I'm guessing for most of us, that's not our calling. We, we stay put right here. But one of the traditions that we have in our diocese is for many years we've done the Mission Cooperative Appeal. We're one weekend out of the year, and it's usually during the summer, we'll have a priest or sister or layperson who has experience of sharing, being involved with missionary work, whether home or abroad, to come and to share with us, uh, help us to be able to share in their mission as well. We may not be able to go there, but by their coming here, we can participate. And then they invite us to share in, in their mission by our prayers and by our financial support. Well, as you're all too aware of with COVID, our, our travel, especially international travel, has been very, very limited. And so both last year and again this year, we're not having a missionary from overseas come in. Instead, we're doing a missionary cooperative appeal, um, and I'm going to let the bishop talk about that now. So I invite you to, to listen to the words of the bishop. So with the money that we received today, we will send it to the Diocesan Office of Missions, and then that will be distributed between 24 different groups that are missionaries uh, locally, around the, especially around the world. And I'll just mention some of those groups uh, because 
they came here. One was Dr. Geetha with the Foundation for Children in Need. She was here just a couple years ago and speaking about uh, especially service in India. Sister Judy Blake from New Life Center in Flint was here a few years before that. Uh, Father Brian Behrens, a uh, Marino priest who grew up here in Lansing. He's been here at least three times, and he's served in both uh, Africa and in China. And then John Drake, uh, who's from Jackson. He's the founder of Lingap uh, Orphanage in the Philippines. And uh, he was here a few years ago. I just recently got a newsletter from, uh, let's see, from the Lingap Children's Foundation. And one thing is they describe the effects of COVID, that's in the Philippines, and, and how it, it, it's made things very difficult in their mission, but they are, the, the staff is really, and the, and the children are, are carrying forward the best they can. Uh, he did also share uh, some good news in that newsletter that they had recently been designated a, um, uh, the number one non-government organization in Region 7 of the Philippines. So that was nice to hear. So if you'd like, I ask for your prayers, and then if you'd like to give a financial donation, the way you can do it is you'll notice in the back of church, there's two baskets. Uh, the one basket is for our Sunday collection. 5% of our, uh, our, we've designated the Mission Cooperative Appeal as our Matthew 25 charity this week, so 5% of our Sunday collection will go to the Mission Cooperative Appeal. And then the basket on my left is marked Mission Cooperative Appeal. And then anything you put in there will all go to the Mission Cooperative Appeal, whether with cash. If you're doing a check, you can write uh, a check out to St. Michael. Just please do note in the memo, uh, Missionary Appeal, then we'll send one big check to the diocese. Uh, if you wish to give electronically, you can do that too. Thank you for your support of our Mission Cooperative Appeal.